150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey, welcome back everybody to the Fifth Seal, Episode 5. I am your host, the Evangelical Norm. It is Tuesday, November 26th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. Being a Muslim background believer in Uganda can be dangerous. Apostasy is seen as a capital offense against Allah and is often met with anger, hatred, and violence. This is true for Ronald Nayakuliza. Nayakuliza in Uganda, the father of four, Ronald was recently poisoned by his extended family because of his family's newfound Christian faith. Ronald was attending a memorial service for his father in Kokola village, Namatumba district in the eastern Uganda on November 10th when he was poisoned with pesticides in his food. According to Morningstar News, who reported this case, Ronald's wife said the attack has created a lot of fear for the Christians in the community. Quote, the members of the church are gripped with fear and failed to attend church service on Sunday, November 18th. We need prayers so that God may guide us as we face uncertainty of tomorrow within a hostile environment of Muslim relatives, unquote, she told Morningstar News in an interview. <clears throat> This attack is also just one of many incidents that Ronald and his family has suffered at his brother's hands. The community has been har harassing a church that Ronald helped to build after receiving his inheritance from his father. He also started raising pigs on his new land, again given to him by his father. Quote, earlier this year, his older brother, Anus Wako, began sending him written warnings to remove the church building and to stop raising pigs on the ancestral land, unquote. Morningstar News reported... Uh, Nayakuliza saying the older brother then killed six of Ronald's pigs just days before the poisoning. Please pray for Ronald and his family to remain safe and strong in their faith as they are treated so poorly by their immediate family. So uh, as we've gone through the world watch list, many of the countries, it they talk about the fact that uh, Muslim converts to Christianity face issues from their family. Um, and other members of the community. Now we can put a name uh, along with that. So here's a, a specific uh, example of how that looks. Not only did they try to take this man's life by putting pesticides in his food, uh, they've killed his pigs and made threats. So keep praying for Ronald. I won't try to butcher his last name, Nayakuliza. Uh, and his family pray that they will, as it says, just remain strong in their faith and that God will provide uh, peace in that community. Uh, no new news on Leah. Still uh, the same situation. We, we don't know anything. So nothing has been done by the president of Nigeria in spite of petitions and letters and so on. Uh, she's still being held captive by Boko Haram because she refuses to recant her faith in Christ. So keep praying for her, for protection, physical, spiritual, emotional, 
pray for her faith to remain strong, pray for peace and, uh, uh, just trust for her family, uh, and a strong faith for them as well. And that brings us to our world watch list for today. We are on number five, which is Pakistan. Some facts about Pakistan. The region is Asia. Persecution type is Islamic oppression. Persecution level is extreme. The population of Pakistan is 200,814,000, of which about 3,981,000. So uh, about 1%, um, 1, maybe 2% of the, the people in Pakistan are Christians. Uh, the main religion is Islam. Government is a federal republic. The leader is Prime Minister Imran Khan. Under Pakistan's notorious blasphemy laws, Christian persecution is growing is a growing problem, and Christians continue to live in daily fear that they will be accused of blasphemy, which can carry a penalty of death. Additionally, radical Islamists seem to be gaining more political power, and the new ruling government just maintained good must maintain good diplomatic relations with some radical groups. Christians are lar largely regarded as second-class citizens, and conversion to Christianity from Islam carries a great deal of risk. Traditional historical churches have relative freedom for worship and other activities. However, they are heavily monitored and have regularly been targeted for bomb attacks. For example, the Quetta bomb attack on Bethel Memorial Methodist Church in December of 2017. Christian churches more active in outreach and youth work face stronger persecution in society. All Christians suffer from institutionalized discrimination, illustrated by the fact that occupations seen as low, dirty, and derogatory are all oft officially reserved for Christians. Many Christians are very poor, and some are victims of bonded labor. There are also many Christians belonging to the middle class, but their economic status doesn't save them from being marginalized or persecuted. The country's notorious blasphemy laws target religious minorities, including Muslim minorities, but affect the Christian minority in, pop in, in particular, not just the poor. Example, examples, on December 17, 2017, a suicide attack against the Bethel Memorial Methodist Church in Quetta claimed the lives of 11 Christians and wounded many more. Christians continue to be killed due to blasphemy accusations, but also due to their neglected status. An example of the latter is how two Christian sewage workers died in Bahawalnagar, Punjab, in May 2018. Another person had already died in January 2018. The most well-known example of the blasphemy laws is the case of, case of Asia Bibi. After sitting on death row for more than 10 years, the Christian wife and mother was acquitted of blasphemy charges in October. However, to date, her life is still in grave danger from radical Islamists. So prayer points for Pakistan. Pray for, pray for Pakistani converts from Muslim backgrounds who suffer the brunt of the persecution in Pakistan. Radical Islamic groups see them as apostates and their family, friends, and neighbors see their conversion as shameful to the community. Pray for Christians accused under blasphemy laws that they would not face violence or mob justice, that they would stand strong in the midst of great risk. An estimated 700 girls and women are, are abducted each year and are often raped and then force forcefully married to Muslim men in the community. This usually results in forced conversions. Please pray protection over Christian women and girls in Pakistan. Let's pray. Father, we lift up uh, 
the family um, and our brother Ronald in Uganda, Lord, we pray that that you would bring healing to his body from this recent uh, attempt at poisoning, um, that you would uh, move all those pesticides out of his body, Lord, um, that they would not cause any issues in the future. Uh, heal him, uh, Lord. Bless his family. Uh, uh, give them uh, a strong faith and just help them to, to trust that, that you are going to receive your glory in this situation. Father, we lift up uh, Leah again to you, Lord, and we just pray that, that you would continue to strengthen her faith, that you would continue to be with her to protect her physically and emotionally and spiritually, Lord. Uh, bring peace and understanding and trust to her family. Um, let everybody in, the situ in this situation just be strong in their faith, and Lord, and let that be an example to those around them, that you would even use that to draw her Muslim captives to a repentant, saving relationship with you, Lord. And Father, we do pray for our brothers and sisters in Pakistan. We pray for those who have converted from Islam to Christianity, Lord. Pray that you protect them as they are considered apostates. And just like our brother Ronald in Uganda, Lord, that, that many of these people face uh, violent um, and potentially fatal persecution from their own immediate family members because they've left Islam for for Christ. Lord, we, we pray for those who have been accused of blasphemy, that God, that you would um, be sovereign in those court cases, that your uh, justice would be would be served, that those who um, are wrongly accused of the in these blasphemy laws, that they would be set free, Lord, that they would be able to um, walk out free and, and worship you as they seem fit. Uh, and Lord, we do pray for the, the girls and women who are particularly targeted for kidnapping, uh, rape, and to be married off to, to Muslim men, Lord, um, forced to convert back to or to Islam for the first time. Um, we just pray that, that you would protect them, Lord, that you would give them a strong faith in you, even in the midst of the horrifying things that they endure. We pray that they would stand firm in their faith in you um, and that you would deliver them from the situation that they're in, God. And we do pray that in all of this, uh, Jesus, that you receive all the glory because it was all you, what you did for us that, that brought us to you and our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in you, willing to endure persecution because it's not about felt needs and wealth and health, but they understand that, that they came to you to have their sins forgiven and that you did that, Lord. And so no matter what anybody does to them, they will stand firm in their faith, knowing that, that they have been saved uh, from the penalty of their sin. And so we just praise you for that, Lord. We pray that in all these situations that you would receive glory. And we pray it in your name, Jesus. Amen. Uh, thank you again, guys, for, for coming and being part of this, uh, for praying with us, for uh, joining us as we just become more aware of what's happening around the world. We are on day five. There are four more countries we're going to talk about over the next few days before the end of the month. Um, we're going to take a break through the month of December and pick it up again, start over in the with the World Watch List 2020 
starting at number 50. So there's plenty of time. We'll continue to do this. Invite those people that you know that uh, would be willing to come and uh, pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted simply because they have faith and trust in Jesus Christ as their Savior. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They are necessary. And until tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.